Not a speck of light is showing, so the danger must be growing. Are the fires of hell a-glowing? Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing, for the rowers keep on rowing, and they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing! <laughs> Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, and I am joined in the studio once again by Mikey Arsenault Hello. and Anna. Hello. This is our Halloween episode. Ooh, ha, 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 ha. That was very frightening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on this year's Halloween episode, we've done a couple different ones over the years, but this year uh, we thought it would be interesting to go over the top five most disturbing scenes from movies intended for kids. That is a long explanation. <laughs> But basically what we're doing is we're looking at kids' movies or movies that were targeted towards children that maybe the entire movie isn't creepy, but there's something, some scene, something that happens within this movie that stood out as being super creepy and super disturbing to us, specifically when we were children. So it's kind of lingered in our brains after all this time, which sure. That thing when you close your eyes at night and you couldn't get it out of your brain and you couldn't sleep and you ended up shoving yourself down inside of your sheets. Exactly that thing. So we're going to go through our top five. Uh, I know myself and Mikey have a few honorable mentions, but these are our top five. If there is any overlap, I do have uh, I can swap in some of my honorable mentions. I'm not expecting a whole lot of overlap because I even though we're all kind of the same age range. I still feel like we had very different tastes in movies for the most part growing mm-hmm. up. It's not just tastes, but it's the things that m- creep you out are different for every person. Exactly. Like there are They're things personal. that mine have uh, like kind of a recurring theme. Okay. Like not all five of them, but there's a couple that like you can tell that this is something clearly that bothers me as a human being. Yeah. Whereas like you, you're like you don't like zombies because of the paranoia suspense sort of aspect and of yet, it. Yeah, nothing zombie related in mine. No, well, zombie movies well, are for yeah. kids. Yeah. But yeah. like that kind of like thing that bothers you like that's usually kind of a my top two are very unique to me yeah even though i can see why other people would also find them disturbing on some level so uh number five who would like to start us off I'll go. Okay. <laughs> Anna's taking the number five. And I put them in order this time. Yay. I never put my top whatevers in order. I'm always just like <laughs> randomly throwing them down. So um, this always bothered me. It was from The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. When they disemboweled the Tauntaun and put Luke inside. Oh. <laughs> just, and they talked about the smell. And I have a thing with intestines. Like, even with zombie movies, like, the worst scenes for me are when the, the intestines. I don't like intestines. Yeah. So, when they cut them open and it all goes, like, blah, 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 like comes out. Yep. And then he puts Luke inside of it. Ew. Ew. Like, gross that me is kind of nasty yeah and they're weird looking intestines too and yeah the whole thing about it is just i mean you just saw the monster get like beheaded yeah and that was gross yeah. but it wasn't Arm as bad off. as and plus it was like your it's like your pet yeah that's like your horse 
you know he like, just like, rode it to safety yeah <laughs> and then it collapses so that's sad because that's like your horse dying and then you cut it open and pull everything out of it and then put your friend inside of it like yeah. like that really that really upset me like, i think anytime you're doing a reverse birth it's definitely disturbing yeah yeah like and they did one creature inside another yeah and i mean there was a lot of like kind of gore and like i said you you saw the uh, the other snow monster lose his head and you see luke lose his hand and yep. like but that but but that particular scene did it for me. That is creepy. That is good. Mikey, your number five. My number five, it's not that I don't like it, but definitely thinking back, it's just like, oh, man, that it's just not even a good, doesn't set a good tone, was uh, the never-ending story. Yep. Okay. Like the whole movie? Yeah, like your the number whole five. movie. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like the kid's getting beat up, so he can't even run home, so he hides in school with this book yeah. that he stole. Okay? <laughs> and then in the book, he starts reading the book, and then the kid starts trying to ride a horse through a swamp, and the, the horse gets swallowed up and dies. Yeah. That's that part. And then there's like this weird wolf thing that's like chasing him through the movie. It's just kind of a creepy tone. I actually have a scene from the never ending story on my list, a specific okay. scene uh, that I will now subtract from my list and swap in something else. <laughs> okay. Never ending story. And but add it in then the the scene of Artax the horse. I almost did that, but that's not creepy so much as so sad. Well, that's why I took it, it off my list. Yeah, it, it did, disturbed yeah. me. Like to watch, and it's not even the fact that his horse dies. Like it sucks that his pet is dying, his best friend is dying. It's the fact that he's in the swamp of sadness and. You, the scene is Atreyu screaming at Artax. Yeah. Like, you cannot die if you just give a shit. Yeah. And he's so fucking sad. Yeah. That he dies. Yeah. Even though I think he comes back at the end of the movie. Well, in, yeah. Through, through magic means or whatever. <laughs> well, everybody comes back because right. he rebuilt the world. Right. Yeah, because everybody in the world is dying. True. But that's fucked up yeah like screaming pleading you're just like god damn it horse and the horse just doesn't said, even understand at one point he said you stupid horse like yes. which i like i've done before with my pets i'm like you know you get you get mad because you just want something yeah. really bad you know what i mean like oh so sad yeah so sad yeah. Do you remember the deal with the wolf, too? I remember he has oh, to yeah. kill the wolf. Yeah. And, the, and it's it's a horrible fight, too. Like, the wolf jumps at him and basically impales himself yeah. on Atreyu's knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, that was messed up, too. Just the way that wolf was like, because he's like, yeah. you're going to die, too. And he's like, I don't care. You're like, what? Mind bendy. Even the yep. concept of the nothing is creepy for a kid. Oh, it's yeah. nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. something a kid oh. can actually understand. Nothing. Right. You know? <laughs> It's really messed up. Yeah, that's a good number five. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my number five, then, as I've reorganized real quick, is uh, from The Brave Little Toaster, 1987. <laughs> Do you guys remember that movie? Uh, vaguely, I saw I it for the that. first time in, pro I was probably 30. It was probably okay. a couple years ago. The, it's a, a movie about five appliances that basically go out looking for their master, who has like grown up and moved away or whatever. So it's a kind of like Toy Story-ish mm -hmm. going to find your owner type thing. And there's there's a couple scenes in the movie that are really creepy. Uh, there's one where they're in a, a, a scrapyard and there's a big magnet that comes down. And the, everything is personified in the movie. Everything has some sort of like human face on it or whatever. And it's picking up the cars and dropping them in. They're being crushed into the little cubes or whatever. And they're singing about their demise and their life that they had before they're being dropped in and killed. 
Because the, wow. the faces, and the personalities are gone when they're just a cube afterwards. So that was disturbing. But the one that was and I, I went back and I watched these and that is ultimately more disturbing of the two. But the one that bothered me more as a child was another one in the movie where they end up in like a tinkerer's workshop. And this is a guy that uh, he's a repair shop and people come to his repair shop and they say, I need this part. Or I need this part. And instead of ordering new parts, this guy scrounges things and he disassembles them and takes the part out. So he in the back, it's just a whole bunch of like appliances and stuff that have pieces removed. So it's almost like a kind of Island of Misfit Toys thing. But they sing this creepy song and one of them has like a face that reminds me of uh that old gangster that you would see parodied in looney tunes all the time like <laughs> he talks like these he's like the lamp and he has the lamp face all the other ones are just like almost like frankenstein appliances and they sing this creepy little song about it being a, a, in a b movie or whatever it doesn't make any sense but it's a very dark scene and they're like scaring they're doing shadow puppets and scaring the other appliances the whole time and stuff and as a kid that just really like creeped me out <laughs> very weird Wow. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, Twisted Mind. Number yes. four, Anna. My number four is the face-melting scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because that I think I actually didn't watch that for a while. I think my mom would make me, like, leave the room because mm -hmm. they just, like... I mean, blood was like pouring off of them. They turned into like a zombie and then the blood and then the muscle and then and finally screaming. just the skeleton and screaming. What and, was Raiders rated? Like PG. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that was I... back when they used to only have PG and R. There was no PG thirteen. That's true. Back in the day, so that's why the um the word fuck is in Beetlejuice. Yep. Because they <laughs> I used to love that. Yeah. Rewind it. Nice fucking model. <laughs> 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 yeah. No. So uh yeah, that was back in the day before PG thirteen. So they had to choose, and it wasn't rated R. So yep. they made it rated PG. But um. Good lord. Yeah, that was gross. That's yeah, gross. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that completely. Yeah. And it was like more than one. It's not like just one guy's face melted off. You're watching oh, no. it like over and over again, like the entire crowd of people. And then yep. those ghosts are flying around. The, and the, the big one, though, was the uh, the like head not. Yeah. Oh, and his is like and he was creepy anyway, motion. because yeah. he had like a creepy face and then his creepy face melted <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> he went from creepy face to ill face. Yeah, and, yeah. you're just like, yeah. oh, Absolutely. my God. It's very much and like it was um, gross. I'm sorry. The, no, it was disturbing when he burnt his hand on the thing too. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. That he grabs was it like, goes, ah! yeah. yeah. And yep. then he like used that as like, is like, he'd like walk up to people and show them his burned hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember as a, a kid watching Raider, uh, Temple of Doom mm -hmm. and watching the guy's heart get. Yes. Oh yeah. That, yeah, that was got bad me too. too. That got and me. it was like pumping and his hands yeah. holding it and it's and still it beating. Caught on fire. Yeah. For no reason. I was like, yeah, why? Why'd that happen? That's disturbing just because you're like, wait, wait a minute. Why? Why fire? Pulls you out of the scene. Mikey, you're number four. Ooh, my other number four. Or my only number four. It was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh! Yeah. Oh, when they melted the shoe. Yes, it's exactly the scene. I was. Oh, all I thought about you were going to say movie. when they run over Judge Doom with the, the steamroller. No, nah, he's the bad I guy. I was Who more cares? upset watching Judge Doom. Lower that cute little shoe yeah. or boot into that toxic ooze. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, Usually that that's where like the movie sad. ended for me. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. he was I've so cute enough. and yep. he looked so upset. You had to keep watching to see that guy get fucked up. <laughs> I know, but it was so sad. Yeah, as soon as they left like Toontown, yeah, I'm like, 
yeah, I don't need to watch anymore. I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good. That was sad. And it's like screaming the whole time. Yeah. Oh, the cutest little shoe, the big <laughs> eyes and they made the tongue. And oh, it was so cute. Oh. And then they pop the lid open. You can hear him whimpering. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry like, right now. <laughs> it was just it was just like paint remover, like paint thinner. Yeah. yeah. But. You know, it was, yeah, like you said, like toxic waste. This is like the same thing as the alien acid blood. Like yeah. it was like really torturous, like to and watch. And they just melt away. Yeah. Like the fact that there's those remains of just like goo after is yeah. like, ugh. Creepy. It's a good one. Uh, my number four is from a Tim Burton movie. Shocker, there'd be a Tim Burton movie on a list of. <laughs> oh, creepy movies for <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah, no right. Way. Um, this is from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And you might be able to even think of the scene right away. Oh, Pee-wee yeah. is picked up by an 18-wheeler while hitchhiking at night. The woman driving immediately begins to tell him the story of the worst accident she ever saw. At one point during the story, she turns her head to Pee-wee and her face contorts through like that weird stop-motion-y animation that Tim Burton does to scare him. As she drops Pee-wee off, she says to tell him, Large Marge sent ya. <laughs> it's, it, and it seems so just crammed into the movie yeah like if it was gone nothing would be missing right it's just there to terrify children and a little piece of interesting trivia about that scene if you watch it when large marge is talking when she's shown on camera she never blinks once during the entire thing it'd be worth watching just to check that out yeah i'll put some of these clips up when i if i can find them but (laughs) that one i did find Number three. My number three is in the same vein. It was just sort of popped into the movie. It didn't need to be there, and it was really upsetting. Uh, My dad died as Santa Claus in the chimney, and now I hate Christmas scene from the Gremlins. Oh. (laughs) Do you remember that? Like, the girl hates Christmas the whole time. She hates Christmas, and he's trying to figure out why, and finally she tells the story, and it's because her dad, dressed as Santa Claus, tried to climb down the chimney, got stuck, died, rotted in the chimney, and they like smelled him and he was dead. <laughs> and then they like pulled him out and found out that his dad, like, that like, is the most fucking disturbing story anybody could ever tell. You're like, now I hate Christmas too. Thanks. Like, oh, <laughs> like, I get it. I get and it. it had nothing to do with gremlins. Like it had all, the only thing was that she hated Christmas, which she didn't even have to hate Christmas for the plot to move forward. Like right. it just had no place in that film and was so fucked up. <laughs> Plus kids are going, well, why does your dad dress up like Santa? So first of all, you're like kind of disillusioning children toward the existence of Santa yeah. while talking about like a dead man and a chimney. While, I mean, it's just like so wrong on every level possible it's like the mo- and then they show her like and the, she's telling the story and her like the room gets all dark and they show like the light on her face and like a creepy way it's just like what is what is this why it's like so bad that is an awful story <laughs> it's yes. so terrible and like you said if that wasn't there it wouldn't have changed the movie no, no it had no, no place in the movie and she could have come up they could have come up with any other reason for her to create Christmas like oh so many years ago I didn't get that wagon I wanted or, or how about just your dad died on Christmas yeah. like but not with the details <laughs> of like dressing up as Santa Claus and getting rotting in the chimney like oh my god stream so bad so bad <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, your number three. Let's see. My number three, again, it's it's weird. A lot of the movies that I have, I still like them. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. And um, this one was Return to Oz. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's so much creepiness in Return there to Oz. There is so many. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, I mean, she is like in, it almost seems like a old like psych ward or something yeah. like that. 
So it kind of starts off that way. And then when she gets to Oz and there's these guys that are called wheelers. Oh, and they have those are wheels on their creepy. hands. And that's what yeah. I always think of right away. Yeah, those guys are really are. creepy. Yeah. And in in the end where they're in the castle and there's that almost like hall of heads. They're talking heads. Yeah, it was. She can just change it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take just off one head, head and, off put, on and put on another one. Different personality with each head. But while even while they're not on a body, they're talking. So, yeah, I don't know creepy. if there was anything about that movie that wasn't creepy. Like, I even found TikTok creepy. Yeah, TikTok was creepy. And uh, their creature that they make to fly away on. Yeah, it's just like the head of a moose. And then they have bolted onto a couch it's and so slap some weird. wings on it and they fly away. It is weird. How many drugs were required <laughs> <laughs> to come up with all the characters and concepts and return to Oz? I well, have no idea. It's funny. A because giant pile of drugs. I've never seen that movie, but I've read all the Oz books. Yeah. So I like it doesn't seem I was probably creepy watching that as a kid, but reading the books, it's like not set up. And creepy. all that stuff is legit from the book. Yeah, really. But it's like just the way he wrote it, like wasn't creepy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. That's weird. I want to see you watch it now. Just, yeah. And want, be like, why did they put this really scary it. twist on this book that wasn't that scary? Yeah. And they have all the, the, the flying monkeys or something around still, too. Right. Yeah. Because I remember while they're escaping on that couch. Yeah. <laughs> they get a, so dumb. <laughs> they get attacked, and the things like dying in midair, yeah. falling apart. God, it's so weird. Yeah, I actually bought my sister that movie because we were talking about how messed up it was. Yeah, I'm like, here you go, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> Uh, my number three is from a Jim Henson movie, which a lot of his stuff has like a dark undertone. I, I know where you're going with this. To one. Some of it, and it's extra creepy. I know you're thinking Dark Crystal. It's not. Nope, that's not what okay. I was thinking. It's extra creepy because it's from a Christmas movie. I don't know if it's one of his most known movies, but from 1986, Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy. I think I've mentioned it on the show before. Yeah, you have. And that might be what you're thinking of. The The idea behind the movie is similar to Toy Story with toys coming to life after any people leave the room. But uh, there's a much darker tone behind the movie derived from one simple rule the toys must live by. They must never be caught walking around by a human or found in a different place than where a human put them, or they will be frozen lifeless for eternity. Hmm. Mm. So, like Toy Story, with much higher stakes. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is within, like, Kermit the Frog does the intro to the movie, and it starts, and it's all, kind of, it's even a little creepy from the beginning, because the intro, there's like a bunch of animals being like, am I the Christmas toy? And then this thing goes by on a skateboard going, no! And then they do it a, a couple times, and he's like, I'm the Christmas toy, but it's all without music. <laughs> oh, and and they did that more in older movies, but scenes now that feel like they should have music and don't also come across as a little bit disturbing and weird. But when that explanation comes within maybe the first like five or ten minutes of the movie, you just go, what? <laughs> so then any time that they're in danger, they're in danger of death at any time. <laughs> if someone just sees them, that's fucked up. <laughs> I just never move. I'd be like, no, right. not, not worth it. That's I'm just sitting right here all the time. <laughs> and the the lead character is like a, a stuffed tiger, and he's like, I'm too fast to ever be caught out of place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it even happens to uh, one of the animals during the course of the movie, and you just go, what the fuck? Like, I didn't think they'd actually even do it. Now they're <laughs> now they're proving that it definitely does happen. It's messed up, so messed up. And it's a Christmas movie. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a Christmas movie with toys and stuffed animals, and they can die by being looked at. 
Damn it. <laughs> so every time you walk in your bedroom as a child, you're like, okay, I'm giving you till right. the count of 10. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they should at least, if they were smart, they would have put up some sort of a sign to give the owner a warning. Yeah, right. Just please cover your eyes when you come in the room. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Anna, you're number two. All right, my number two is from The Dark Crystal. And so my last two have the same theme. Okay. So it's when they sucked the souls out of the podlings to make them into slaves. Do you remember that? I've scene? actually never seen the Dark Crystal. Oh my god! I, I don't and, remember that though. And visually, like this was like some of the other ones. Just the concept was creepy, but this one visually was creepy. Mm. Like because they were Muppets and they were like fat little round faces with like big bulbous noses, and then they would put them in this chair and put a thing on their head, like Doc Brown wore, you know, in Back to the Future, and these this it would like hold their head forward yeah and then these laser beams would go into their eyeballs and they would turn like bright glowing purple and then the their faces would like cave in oh my god and so their <laughs> eyes would like bug out i gotta find a picture so their internal their, everything was just being like yeah, vacuum sealed yeah <laughs> and so they were being like literally sucked out of like their soul was being sucked out of their eyeballs and then they were like mindless slaves that's insane. Wait, yeah. So they were still alive. Yes, and then they were the Skeksis slaves. So they okay. would. They had like chokes, like chains with things that were like what are they called? Hackles around their neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With chains, and they became slaves. Oh my god. Yeah, wow. it was really scary. <laughs> I don't want to watch this movie. Now. And then, well, and then they put one of the good guys in it, and like she gets rescued at the last minute, but like it starts to happen to like one of the main characters. Like oh. you see her face start to, she like her eyeballs get big, and you're like, no. <laughs> like she's a big character no See, like stuff so like scary. that stuff like that i feel that's where one of those big like practical effects versus digital effects really makes a difference like when you see something like that really happen to a real thing oh yeah there's a visceral reaction to it all right here we go pass that around oh my god <laughs> i know right that is not attractive <laughs> so rough this is horrible radio right now. That's okay. Because <laughs> you're all Googling it right now while we're talking, too. <laughs> so, children's movie. Yay. Super creepy. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, that's Nightmare Central right there. Yeah. yeah. Mikey. Okay. <laughs> this one is an animated movie called Secrets of Nim. Oh, oh yeah. I love that movie. Good movie. Good, Good movie. movie, but creepy. <laughs> I mean, main characters dying like throughout the entire movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I know sometimes I get away. Like, obviously, Bambi, the mother, dies right sure. away. Sure, but it gives you time to kind of forget about and it. You and you don't really you feel good see by it. the end. No, yeah, this one you see it. It's happening throughout the entire movie, so you never have like a chance to like adjust. And then that creepy ass owl that like blows smoke and glowing eyes. Whew. <laughs> scary stuff scary yeah and plus you're in like panic mode when the brick starts to sink oh yeah and the like little sick kids inside and they're like yeah. we can't get them out and like the brick's sinking it's like our tax all over again you're like no <laughs> and they've already established death is readily available oh, yeah. right. it's gonna happen <laughs> in the story it could happen at any given point and yeah it's yeah. sad it was sad but good <laughs> it is a good movie. A good movie. At least That's I remember kicker. it as good. That's the kicker, yeah. That's the problem. Like, I'm sure most of us haven't watched most of these movies anytime recently. 
I've watched uh, Secret of Nim not that long. Oh, ago. have you? Really? Yeah, it's good. It's still good. Yeah, okay, it's still cool. Good. <laughs> that, that that's always good to hear. The Dark Crystal, on the other hand, like I think I was so overwhelmed by the visuals because it's a beautiful movie. Right. Yeah. And then I watched that maybe five years ago, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like right. that movie is so messed up. Like talk about drugs. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And that's Jim Henson too, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. that was a lot of people look at his dark movies and like, oh, Labyrinth. I'm like, no, Dark Crystal was so fucked oh, up. Yeah. So fucked up. I didn't put on anything like Bambi or anything like that, mainly because you could kind of put any Disney movie and be like, the parents die. <laughs> like, well, that's, yeah, but that's that's sad, like more sad than, than creepy. It, I mean, it all depends like how they, how they show it and everything. And yeah, uh, but yeah, Bambi was kind of. Yeah, not not <laughs> they weren't showing like bullet holes. Yeah, exactly. up. <laughs> that'd be a whole different level stretched up in a tree getting gutted. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, my number two is from an animated movie from 1987. Damn you, 80s. <laughs> a lot of 80s here. But of yeah. that's when we were kids. So that's when a lot of stuff comes out here. Uh, this one is particularly personal because of my hatred of snakes. So that makes this even worse. This is the G.I. Joe movie, G.I. Joe, the movie, <laughs> which might most people might not go. OK, well, it's a movie about war. Of course, there's going to be some stuff, but it was blatantly kid oriented. They were trying to sell fucking toys. So in the movie, the G.I. Joe action force must oppose the ruthless Cobra organization that is secretly allied with a subterranean reptilian people who are their founders. So this was the movie that introduced Serpentor. If you remember him, he was like the emperor. That even was like part reptile. And I think he could like transmorph his face or whatever into a reptile too. But that's not what's scary about him. There's a scene in the movie where <laughs> Serpentor is battling Duke and the and Flint and the Joes and everything. Serpentor grabs a snake. He has these snakes that like stay around, live snakes that like stay around his shoulders or whatever. He grabs one, it like hardens into a spear, but the head's still like moving. He hucks it at Duke and it pierces his heart. Like you see it go in his chest. The blood is there and Duke dies. Damn. <laughs> he threw a snake into his goddamn chest. <laughs> what the fuck? So uh, there's some background behind this, though, because there are some people in the audience probably going, Duke didn't die. Fuck you. Duke died. Listen. The movie was being produced by the same company as uh, Transformers, the movie, which was in 1986 it was released. It had been agreed that both movies would suffer the loss of the lead heroes, Optimus Prime and Duke. Because if people don't remember, Optimus dies in Transformers, the movie, which I believe we talked about fairly recently. Production had begun on G.I. Joe first and was thus expected to be released first. During the production of the two films, G.I. Joe got held up while Transformers finished production. Release dates were changed, and Transformers got a theatrical release in 1986. Optimus Prime's death sparked some controversy and caused the writers to change Duke's death to a coma. Because when Optimus dies, kids got fucked up, too. <laughs> that was like two years in a row. They're just going to screw up kids. It was the plan, apparently. There was even dialogue added to the end of the movie, horribly, that quickly mentions Duke recovering from his injuries. Like, they're doing some scene at the end of the movie, and someone, like, off camera, you hear, like, Duke's fine. Like, something <laughs> <laughs> something stupid like that. Like, it clearly wasn't intended to be a part of it. Nobody's even shown animated saying it. Someone's like, hey, guys, by the way, Duke's okay. 
however, according to the story consultant Buzz Dixon, if you watch the Duke goes into a coma sequence with the volume turned down, it's obvious that Duke actually dies at the end of the scene, as was intentionally uh, intended. Intentionally intended. <laughs> Why? Originally intended. Why would they ever want to kill off main characters in a kid's TV show? I don't know. <laughs> Why not make him retire? Yeah, right. Move him to a new department. <laughs> well, Optimus Prime, they had him die and become one with the Matrix. So <laughs> that was a thing. But Duke had a cobra thrown into his goddamn chest. That is fucked up on so many levels. It's not even like a real weapon. He threw an animal, a live animal, into the chest of a human being. <laughs> and a snake at that. I hate snakes. I hate snakes. I hate them so much. It's the worst. You guys are such babies. <laughs> what, whatever. <laughs> they have no legs, damn it. <laughs> no legs. <laughs> They're so creepy. Oh my God. So creepy. Uh, uh, number one. My number one is going to surprise you. Okay. It's from the Muppet movie. Really? Wait, the recent the, one? No, the original okay. The Muppet movie. Okay. The first one. Still. I know. Weird, right? But like when I think about things that bothered me as a child, this is number one. When uh, I think it's Mel Brooks is the scientist. Okay. And he's got Kermit strapped down in that machine and he's threatening to liquefy his brain. And he's like talking about turning Kermit's brain into pudding. Do you remember that scene? I don't. I do oh my god! Talking about because um, first of all, it bothered me that like that guy wanted him to sell frog legs. So that's like cannibalism. First of all, sure. basically, like you know, so that guy, the whole movie is chasing him, trying to get him to dance on TV yeah. to sell his fried frog legs, which is just sick anyway. So then. So he won't do it. You know, Kermit refuses to do it. So he hires this scientist guy to basically make, again, kind of like the podling thing, like to liquefy his brain and make him into an, like a soulless automaton and just do his commercials for him. And like, it's that whole just like not being yourself thing. Like yeah. that creeps me out. Like I'm going to take away your soul and like make you into a, like a mindless zombie type thing. And then on top of that, all though, like what upset me about it is this fucking Kermit. Yeah, it's Kermit. Like you can't do that to Kermit. Like it was so scary. And like I think he turned the machine on too. And like Kermit started like shaking. And then Piggy came in and ended up doing karate chopping everybody in the room. And it's fine, <laughs> which was great. But like up until Piggy rescued him, like I was legitimately afraid for Kermit. Like as a, ch I know it was just, and it was the way that Mel Brooks was talking about his brain turning into pudding, and like yeah. he had the creepy scientist accent. He was like, "We're going to make it into liquid," and like you're gonna be oh god it was like so scary it fascinates me that you have that recurring theme of your soul being stolen and like enslaved and turned into a zombie and yet you're still so into zombies but like <laughs> fighting zombies you know what i mean like fighting that off and surviving over that because yeah, that is but the sometimes scariest they thing win that can... yeah but that's the, that well that first of all i mean we've talked about before like i'm a huge horror fan so there's not a lot of stuff that scares me and mm -hmm. i enjoy being scared so that's why i like zombie stuff because that scares me more than anything yeah like that is the peak of like what scares me so that's why i enjoy it because i can't like i watch saw and i watch like other movies and i'm like bored well those like, are torture doesn't... porn like that's, well yeah. not only that i mean there's just other even like some ghost movies like i just don't get scared easily so like when i can actually be on the edge of my seat that's what excites me like that's what i like so that is why i like zombies the best okay but that's your fucking Kermit. That is. It's Kermit. <laughs> like, you can't do that to Kermit. 
<laughs> Mikey number one. <laughs> okay. My number one. I don't may or may not have heard of this one. Okay. It's called the peanut butter solution. No fucking idea. It is so fucking weird. I I had to look it up because I didn't even remember the name of What's it. What's the movie about? It's a movie. And, of, and are you giving us the whole movie is creepy or just a scene here? Oh, the whole. I don't even think I ever finished watching it as a really? kid because I thought oh, it was so geez. messed up. And what it is, it's about this kid who goes into a haunted house. Mm-hmm. He gets scared so badly that he loses all his hair. And the ghosts inside the haunted house tell him that if he puts peanut butter on his head, his hair will regrow. So he does it, but then he can't get his hair to stop growing. It's just so <laughs> fucking weird. What the hell? Oh, yeah. And there's like other stuff like that's like all I remembered of the movie because I think that's probably at the point where I stopped it. And um, but I looked it up online and I didn't remember the movie name. So I just typed in kid peanut butter head you know type thing <laughs> and it came up tons of people are freaked out about this and apparently somebody else in the movie later on some kid puts a, the peanut butter on his balls and he gets he balls and stuff it, it was just so fucking weird <laughs> is this live action or animated no it's live action wow like i remember a part where like there's this kid he must have been in the haunted house, like in a room of rubble, and he's like smearing peanut butter all <laughs> over him, and like hair is like coming out. It is so fucking weird. What? Yeah. See, I wish you had finished it now because I want to know how this plays out. Like, or what how is... that's even a plot? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, how is this even something that? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> what was like, in the pitch room that day? Did everybody just forget to show up? I don't know. Actually, I want to look up like a movie poster. Are people or more like creeped this. out by the movie itself or the fact that anybody would okay it? Yeah, like. <laughs> I don't. That's what a lot of people were saying too. It's like, how is this ever like approved to be like a kids movie? Yeah, or a movie. Period. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. <laughs> put peanut I got this butter on great your head. idea. Yeah, this kid loses his hair because he gets scared and he it smears sounds, peanut butter. It up. sounds <laughs> like that could be something that would happen in the scope of a larger weird movie. Yeah, but it's but no, called that's the, the peanut whole... butter solution. Yeah. So clearly, <laughs> it's a major part of this story. Exactly. That's so it's fucked so up. weird. Yeah, it was so fucked up. <laughs> like I said, I never finished watching that movie. Good lord. Yeah, it was a weird one. Do you know who made it or like what year it came out or anything? No, I'll I'll quickly look it up right now. If you want to start talking about your oh, no, number, I, one. I'm curious. Oh. I'm I'm all about this peanut butter solution. Right now. <laughs> I'm all ears. Okay. All right. If you type in oh, the 1985, sorry. the peanut, and don't even finish the word nut, the second thing that comes up is the peanut butter solution. Really? Yeah. Like after the peanut. it. P-E-A-N-U, and then the next one that pops up is this movie. Good Lord. Holy crap. Yeah. Weird. I'm wondering, like, who else even saw this thing? Because there was only one out of three in this room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That picture is wicked creepy by itself. Yeah, that's it. He's like like painting peanut butter on his head, and he's smiling. Ah, why? Why? Why is he doing that? Okay. Yeah. A hair-raising comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't funny. (laughs) Yeah. It'll mess you up. Yeah, check that one out. Yeah, that's... uh, Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you don't get too many Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Uh, My number one is one that is uh, disturbing to me on a very personal level. 
I was actually surprised when I did a little more research on it and uh, looked at it for the show that there was a wider audience that was as disturbed by it as me. Uh, maybe not for the same reasons, but definitely as terrified as me. And I was saying to Mikey that this scene was so integral in my childhood that it shaped a major behavior of mine for the remainder of my life, even to this day. And it's something that is still pops up in my brain every now and then when I think about certain things and it kept me from doing a lot of things too. So I don't know if that was the intent, but it worked. <laughs> um, this is from Pinocchio from 1940. I didn't realize Pinocchio was that old. Oh yeah. At one point in the movie, Pinocchio and his friend Lampwick are captured and taken to an amusement park called Pleasure Island. Once there, they're told that they can do whatever they want while they're there, such as smoking, drinking alcohol, fighting, wrecking the place and other deeds that good children wouldn't do. Once the captured boys, along with many others, start drinking and smoking, they go through a horrifying transformation into donkeys, or as the movie specifically mentions, jackasses. Prior to the transformation scene, the owner of the amusement park is shown stripping donkeys of their clothes and throwing them to crates to be sold, while some donkeys that can still talk are thrown into a pen until they eventually lose their human voices. To make things even worse, Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket end up escaping the island, but the already transformed boys are never rescued. Fucked up. <laughs> yep. So I, I rewatched the scene just to make sure it wasn't like one of those things in my brain that was creepier than I remember it. Oh, it's pretty creepy. It's still pretty creepy. There's a scene where his friend Lampwick is over a pool table. He's shooting whatever. He's drinking beer and smoking a cigar. And his ear donkey ears pop out. His tail pops out. He's slowly changing. And then Pinocchio is uh, like kind of putting his stuff aside as he sees this is happening. And even though Pinocchio eventually gets the ears and the tail as well before they escape and they reverse it somehow later on, I don't remember. But for me, the scene plays through my head anytime, like when I was in college and everything. And I don't know if this is the reason that I'm straight edge, but it <laughs> might be. It literally it might be. It has something to do with it. It has something to do with it. Anytime I was at like a college party and I saw people getting wasted all over the place, that scene plays through my head of a bunch of the Pleasure Island boys just scooping the mugs into the cauldron or whatever and drinking their beer. And and I was just like, these guys are turning into jackasses in front of me. It's the same thing. <laughs> same thing playing over and over again. So for me, substances equal jackass. That's just the way my I was programmed as a child. And it's kind of like hung with me. And granted, I've, I've become more lenient for... Uh, Others <laughs> that choose to make those decisions, that's fine for them. But for me, that is something that is a core of my being that I will probably just never drink or smoke or anything because largely because of this creepy ass fucking scene. Mm -hmm. The the, ter the transformation itself is terrifying. It is. And I remember one point like he's talking and he gets choked and he just goes like he can't talk anymore. And he just yeah. like he's like saying in the middle of a sentence and then he just goes like, ha. And you're like, <gasps> Pinocchio oh does that first. And yeah. then Lampwick, his head's already changed, but yeah. he hasn't made the sound. And he starts laughing at Pinocchio. And then yeah. he starts going, ah. Yeah. And that's when he notices he's got the ears and everything. And then they do the, and I don't know. There's something about it to be said for like uh, leaving things to the imagination. Because even like people say Psycho is scarier than a lot of super gory horror movies because you see just hints of things happening and you don't actually see it happen. Yeah. So instead of showing the transformation necessarily on screen, the full transformation, they cut to a wall and you see the shadow of Lampwick. And that's when he turns into the donkey. So you see his like clothes rip off and his legs come out and 
it's so much scarier that way because yeah. your brain fills in all the gaps and your mind is scarier. It can make scarier things than anything <laughs> they can put on screen. Yep. So that that one is deeply, deeply disturbing for me. <laughs> uh, those are our top fives, but we did mention that we had some that didn't quite make our list, some honorable mentions here and there. Did you want to go through some of yours first? Or? Uh, yeah, uh, one of them, and I always found the movie fascinating. I still love it. I love uh, Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. I mean, that has some messed up stuff, like when, he fall, uh, when she falls down into that pit. And all the hands are grabbing yes. for her, yes. and they stop her. But then they start making the faces and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, that that could be freaky, but it never bothered me. There's so much in Labyrinth that could be creepy. Yeah. Just kidnapping. Oh yeah, by the fact that's too. scary. Child abduction. Sure. Yeah, sure. that's just scary by itself. Yeah, I love it all the way up to the end where David Bowie's walking around the uh, the stairs. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and then usually that's when I shut it off. Yeah, because <laughs> nothing. It's like yeah, nothing else interesting happens. Right, that's this. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's one. Uh, one of them I thought of putting on my list was actually Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, I just watched that. Did last you? I night. love that movie. Good last movie. night, good, I've gotten good to ride the bee before. The yeah. actual bee. Did you really? Yeah, that was in uh, like episode eighty. We talked about. We did the the co-host spotlight of me, and um, the, when I was in Disney with my sister, they had the actual bee there, and they chose us to like ride on it in front of like the crowd, and they showed the. The background whizzing by as we were flying. I had to pretend like I was reaching and saving her and stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So the only thing I found creepy in that was where the um, they befriend that ant and the ant protects them from the scorpion. Yeah. Right. And that could just be a regional thing because up to that point, I never knew what a scorpion was. <laughs> sure. Because you know, sure. we don't have them up here in New England. What is this terrifying new yeah, creature? And all of a sudden it comes out and it's just stabbing the ant to death. Yeah, like, it kills oh my the God, ant. No. <laughs> yeah it's really sad and then like but the ant doesn't really die because i just watched it last night so it's like fresh in my mind so weird that you mentioned it and i just watched it last <laughs> night but uh he actually just stabs it in the head once and then it like throws it it like picks the ant up and chucks it yeah so then when they finally like defeat the scorpion they go find the ant he's still alive so they're like saying goodbye to him and he's like Arr! Yeah, even and makes he's like, like dying. When he, he makes like little them, puppy sounds. You even get like that cracking sound it's of the exoskeleton sad. breaking. Yeah. It's oh, just sad. It's really needed. sad. And the kid's like crying over these dead ants. There's so many horrible like deaths in kids' movies that could easily be. Yeah. <laughs> Any others? No, I think that might be it. Those okay. are the two. But I like them too much to put them on there. Right, right. <laughs> you like the movies or the scenes? Too? <laughs> no, I like the movies. Oh, and God. those those scenes were so small sure. in comparison to the rest of the movie. I had a few that didn't make it on. Surprisingly, wasn't on anybody's. Was the Willy Wonka boat scene is one that's seen as a largely terrifying, creepy, out of place scene, uh, but that is in there. E.T. the tented FBI area. Yeah. yeah. That scene's messed up. Like E.T. starts turning white. I mean, E.T.'s kind of creepy to begin with anyway. I, I never loved that movie when <sighs> I was a kid. I don't think I loved it, loved it. I liked it. But I, I think maybe the video game took something away from me. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it was so bad. That, that stole my soul and made me a zombie. I think I just love that movie because the little boy that played Elliot was so good in that yeah. scene. Because remember when he like he was pretending to cry, but he was happy. So he was like, ha ah! ha. Then he's like, ha ah, ah, Like trying to cry because he's like alive. But he's right. so happy that he's alive. But he has to pretend that he's dead. And he's like slamming and he's like, why? Why did you have to die? But he's like laughing at the same time. 
But like that whole time when they have all the tens up and stuff and that like all the FBI agents are wearing the suits. So it's not even like they're humans. It's like there's something else that are just kind of capturing E.T. That's messed up. Uh, A more recent one. This isn't one I saw when a kid, but even seeing it as an adult messed me up a little bit or not messed me up, but came across very weirdly is the movie Madagascar. They have the whole dynamic throughout the entire movie of the, the best friends are a lion and a zebra. And when they get into the wild and out of the zoo, the lion develops this like intense instinct to eat the zebra. And that's like an underlying tone of the movie is he's resisting the urge to eat his best friend. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. And yet they've made sequels to this. <laughs> They're <Wow>. very popular. <laughs> I don't understand that one at all. You would think parents would want to dissuade that kind of behavior. Don't eat your friend. <laughs> Uh, there was a part, and granted, this entire movie might be seen as creepy, but there's a part specifically in Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, Howard the Duck. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> part creepy. where the 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 thing who eventually becomes like the evil alien or the human that's possessed, I don't remember the entire details. He's sitting in the car with Leah Thompson, and he does the tongue thing into the cigarette lighter. Do you remember that? Like, his tongue is an alien tongue. He reaches it out, and it goes into the cigarette lighter, and he, like, drains electricity or power or something from it. Hmm. I do remember him getting charged up at the end of the movie. Yeah, and becoming, like, the full, full, like, alien thing. But at one point, he just, like, ugh. He even uses that tongue later on to, like, attack Howard and, like, wraps it around his foot and everything and pulls him. And <laughs> But that part really creeped me out. Just to see, like, a human being open his mouth up and, like, weirdness come out like that. That was gross. Uh, and I think that's it on my honorable mention list as well. So, um, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Glad everybody's thoroughly creeped out. Yeah. They're uh, all on YouTube right now. <laughs> Uh, and if you have any that you would like to write in with, feel free to send those in as well. Final thoughts or something you'd like to plug? Negatory. No. Alrighty then, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com to see everything that we do over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. I love how Anna echoes the rhythm of the read as I do it every time. I lip think. She's like head bobbing. <laughs> Have a happy Halloween later on this week, guys. And we will be back next week with new stuff for ya. Bye-bye. Later. Make it so.